It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. The dishonesty of the gun control mob. By my next guest, Michael Reagan, uh, president of the Reagan Legacy Foundation, New York Times bestselling author, syndicated columnist, and I think you figured it by now, son of President Ronald Reagan. Michael, good morning, my friend. How are you? It is a morning. I'm out here in Los Angeles. It's three hours earlier than you. Yeah, bright and early, but you know, when you do these things, like uh, put things in proper context, write a great piece at Kegel, and talk about an issue that matters, uh, as you reference in the article, to the 330 million Americans here, and I would say to most of them, you know, we've got to talk about this because in California, Literally, in my words for it is, gun owners have been targeted. Uh, and the be- the latest example is this AG website in California that leaked the- this gun owner private information. Uh, you know, it's no longer just about control. It's something else. Yeah, it, it, really, it, it really is when you look at it. And what really is bothersome, and you know this, that the the media doesn't want to do any homework anymore. They just want to, you know, go off and, and say whatever whatever the issue of the day is. They they take these things, these tragedies, and they use them uh, against people who are peaceful gun owners, you know, in America. Like we're the problem in America uh, today. And and you talk about 330 million people. There's 400 million guns out there. The average person who has a gun owns five guns in their household. You have, you know, the people who own guns today, you have women, blacks, Hispanics, you know, everybody owns a gun. Why? Turn on the news. I mean, you turn on the news in L.A. last night, you know, 7-Eleven, six of them robbed, two dead. Why wouldn't you go out and buy a gun to protect yourself today? In, in America, in Los Angeles, wherever you, in fact, might be. But they don't want to tell those stories. That people need protection because you, you, you're defunding the police. Starbucks announced yesterday they're closing 16 stores. Philadelphia, Los Angeles, Portland, Oregon, Seattle, Washington. What happens in those cities? They are crime-infested cities is what they are, and they're closing them because – the people that work there, they can't protect the people that work at the Starbucks. So they're closing them. And you have West Hollywood voted a few weeks ago to defund the police, get rid of the police. Well, guess what? They're closing six stores in that area of Los Angeles. Why wouldn't you go out and buy a gun? Yeah, and, you know, the people who often need the protection the most, it's not the wealthy with the nice gated communities, although guess where criminals go? They they do rob poor people, but eventually they start looking at nicer neighborhoods, and those are tragedies that play out every day. Uh, This this issue, Michael, uh, and and to your numbers, by the way, in the article, which let me just take a look at a couple of them and, and repeat them for the audience, 
uh, so they have an understanding. You mentioned women, right? 42% of owners female. That's been a growing number. Uh, 58% male, obviously. We add up to 100. You know how to do that. I know how to do that. 25% of blacks, 28% of Latinos, 34% of whites. So when you look at this, and other ethnicities obviously mixed in here, uh, when you look at this issue, it's bigger than uh the the control mob can get their hands around so now they have to attack it now they have to attack the individuals and the media memory holds what doesn't fit the narrative the shootings in chicago uh for example what happened there uh depending on the shooter uh, the media carries a different narrative so they're just lying to push an agenda well, you talk about that that weekend. You talk about July Fourth weekend. What you had two hundred and twenty people shot dead, five hundred and seventy wounded, but they only covered the one, and then they take that and they just blow it up all over. Like, oh, we just got to do something about uh, about guns. And, and you know, I was talking to my son Cameron about it, and, and Cameron, I talked about it in the article. He said, you know, hey, I'll tell you what. When you when you want to go and disarm South Central Los Angeles. When you want to disarm, you know, the south side of Chicago, when you go ahead and start knocking on those doors and disarming all those people, come talk to me about taking my weapons away because they're certainly not doing it in, in East L.A. or south, south of Chicago or whatever it might be. They only are aiming at you or aiming at me, law-abiding citizens who are trying to protect ourselves the best way we can because you're the ones who want to defund the police. You're the ones that, in fact, want to take any protection, in fact, away from us. And like what's going on in New York, you want to put a guy who's protecting himself in a bodega, you put him in jail because he's defending himself in a bodega. It's just, it's crazy what's going on. You know, the, the who pays the price question, I think, is too easy for this. You know, from a policy perspective, what's... What's possible, it depends on the state, but what's needed? For the people out there, Michael, what what do they need to just carry on their rights to be secure? I know it's a big question. Well, well the, the problem is, one of the problems, and I say this to people, is that people think the history of the country started this morning when they got out of bed. Uh, you know, they really need to read history and understand history. Because we're, we're absolutely repeating so much of it because we don't understand, understand history. And, and, it, and, and it's really sad to sit there and see this all happen in front of your very eyes. And I'm 77 years old, so I've been around a while. And you go like, wow. And, and, and AR-15s, I talk about this in the, in the article. You know how many people have owned AR-15s? 25 million people in one point have owned and they are 15. <laughs> it, and, and, and yet they want to, they, they take a picture of that and say, this is it. We'll get rid of this. And you have the President of the United States, we got to get rid of Glocks. Use a shotgun. And everybody who's yelling and screaming has got protection, their own protection. And, but they don't want us to have our own, uh, our own protection. When, when you're living in California or Highland Park in, in Illinois, when they're going into Beverly Hills and Century City, I mean, you've got real problems. I mean, this is this is a cancer on society, and and we have to put people in place 
that in fact are going to want to protect us. California, the Board of Supervisors yesterday just voted to figure out a way to get rid of our sheriff. I mean, it's just, this is what's going on. And if we don't stand up, it seems their voices are louder than our voices. And we've got to have loud voices anymore to protect our rights, our freedoms. And, And don't get lulled to sleep thinking that, hey, if we just take the guns away, Hey, everybody will be safe. Well, if we just take the cars away, there'll be more, no more car accidents. If we just take you know, this away and that away, there'll be nothing to worry about because we'll be free. No, that's not the way it works. And people need to really understand that. And you need to stand up for it. And, and, and I said to somebody the other day, they said, you know what you say? You can be kicked off of Twitter. I said, I pray to get kicked off of Twitter, but they just won't get rid of me yet. Uh, <laughs> it's just... It's crazy what's going on, and it's it, it's sad. It's sad to see that we have a younger generation who's going to grow up in America that is losing their rights and won't have the same rights that I had growing up with my dad, who, by the way, had a semi-automatic, you know, <laughs> Remington. It held seventeen what long rifles. It held uh, twenty-two shorts. It held you know twenty longs in it. So I guess it'd be an assault weapon of the day. And all I did was kill blue chicks. Yeah. You know, the lie versus reality. And you reference this in your article again on Kegel, the dishonesty of the gun control mob for years. Maybe we've been talking to each other too many for these years, sharing a brain in a sense, but who's going to actually take the gun? See, they drive this and we get into this fight of who's going to come take my guns in the article. You, the national guard, the Marines, I always talk about who's the local sheriff or law enforcement officer. You're just going to keep moving them around. You and I've actually talked about this before. So while we're in that argument pushed by the, uh, the pundit class, you know, the influencers, as they call themselves, or whatever, out there, uh, we're getting distracted from something you mentioned, which is teaching people what it really is. Like you said, history didn't just start when you woke up this morning. It is. It, you, you have to teach people. You have to. Yeah, 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 I, I'm, it's really as a father. You, you don't know if your children get it <laughs> until maybe you're older. Because as a child, they don't get it. But then you wake up one morning and go, hey, they figured it out. Uh, so I love sitting there talking to my daughter, Ashley, or my son, Cameron, you know, about these things and, and get it and, and have them really, truly, you know, under, understand it and, and, and raise the grandchildren to really understand it. I mean, I love it when my, my son takes the four-year-old and the six-year-old, uh, you know, out to the library on July 4th to really learn about America and freedoms and, and do that. I love it when that happens because he started at such a young age. And you and I have talked about the fact I learned about so much sitting in the right front seat of my dad's station wagon, right out to the ranch any given day. We, we need to really, we need to educate our kids too often. We count on other people to educate our kids and our freedoms and all of those other things when we should be doing that, you know, ourselves that's what we need to be doing and 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 we're not doing it. we keep on we gripe because the schools are bad yes they are bad but what are you doing at home you know we gripe because there's no prayer in school but are you praying with your children at home you know what can you do yourself in in your house to really raise your children to love america because what's happening the, the class that's out there the liberal class out there 
Some love America. They hate America. And I remember my dad and I talked to God years ago. People forget when they started. You know, the first president to actually go overseas that I can remember, my dad can remember, and point a finger at America and blame us for everything was Jimmy Carter. And it just fried my dad. He could not believe a president of the United States would go to another country and point a finger at the United States and blame us for stuff. And that has been happening with Democrat presidents ever since Jimmy Carter talking about America, talking down about America. And the media allows that to happen. And you have nobody talking positive about America except you or me or, or people you know, on Fox and, and other conservative you know, areas. But you need to, we need to learn to love America. We don't learn to love America. We're, we're going to be in hell in a handbasket. It's going to get worse. It's not going to get better at all. And learn why the Second Amendment, why we have guns, what, what it is about protection, and so on. And, and, it, it, and we need to do that. We really, truly need to do that. And, and uh, we can't allow the left to win. We just cannot allow it. Yeah, we've seen the destruction of other societies, the ongoing current destruction of some societies in the Latin American quarters. You look at uh, Africa, you look at parts of Europe, you look at the fall of Greece economically. You can, you look at even a combination of leftism and just bad policy in Turkey, 80% inflation rate uh, reported last week. I mean, those policies kill societies there's no other way to put it and if you don't have a strong economy and a growing middle class you have a dysfunctional society and you and people are angry i mean you know being locked down makes people angry so you have more mental health issues today you wake up this morning you find our inflation rates in 9.1 percent almost 10 percent going reaching 10 percent what's that do the what's that do the middle class it kills them. Or, or gas at six, seven dollars a gallon out here in California. I mean, I, it, you, you, you want to make people angry? Have them fill up their gas tank at seven dollars a gallon. Have them find out that their paycheck is ten percent less this week than it was last week, and what have you. And they can't. They don't have enough food to eat. And then you have a president that points a finger and does what? Blames everybody else. Can't be him. He blames everybody else. He doesn't look at his policies, and he wants to double down on all of these things. You look at the border, what's going on at the border, and you have a vice president who's who just – I mean, the president's asleep at the wheel. My God, the vice president doesn't even have a wheel. And, and, and again, I, I, I try and figure out who are the 33% that support this administration. Uh, I don't know who they are because they're, they're really – they're destroying America because they so hate. I mean, I'm not a great Donald Trump supporter, but the fact of the matter is I don't hate Donald Trump so much that I'm going to burn my house to the ground because I just don't like Donald Trump. But the left wants to burn the country to the ground because they just don't like Donald Trump. And that's exactly what's going on with this White House and all the people on the left. They're so, so into Hating Donald Trump, they're willing to destroy the economy of this country and, and not take any responsibility for anything that, in fact, is going on. You know, Michael, I, I'm thinking and this might be a piece for you to write for Cagle. Um, 
Trump, to me, is the focal point, the name, the big figure, right? You look at the January 6th televised hearings and and the the drama being played out and all that, no matter how somebody sits on it. Uh, But the real target are also, or is, or are, depending on how you want to put it, plural or collective, is really the American people. You're talking about the hate America crowd. Trump is going to pass on into history. We all do at some point. We all have business. But he's the, the focal point when, in fact, we're the victims and the real target, we being all of America, no matter what color of skin, texture of hair, sexual preference, whatever. And by the way, as I like to remind liberals out there and haters of America, uh, are you so far gone that you don't realize that the bear will eventually get around to eating you? Well, it really is, and it is. I mean, they're buying gas, too. They're living in 9.1% inflation, and they're happy because they so hate Donald Trump. I mean, they so hate Donald Trump, they're happy with 9.1% inflation and $6.7 gallon gas. I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I mean, it's so hateful what's out there. And, and, and the places that we used to go that were so safe and nice. I mean, you know, Colleen run New York, what, three, four times run the marathon? And she's not going to go back and run the marathon. She was asked to run the marathon this year. She asked, I told her, you're not going back there. No. I don't feel I don't feel we're safe in New York. I mean, when you look at what happened on July Fourth weekend, fifty-two people were shot in New York on July Fourth weekend, and this isn't in New York. I remember, or Los Angeles, or Beverly Hills, or Century City, Highland Park, or any of these places. It's just, and, and and when you are not safe to go somewhere, and then you have this group of people who wants to take your rights away to be able to defend yourself uh, against these these hoodlums that are coming into your stores or, or breaking into your homes, these smashing grabs that are happening. I mean, it's just, it, 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 it is scary. All you have to do is turn on the first 15 minutes of the news any given night, and what do you see? I mean, what do you see? What good news do you see? You see smash and grabs. You see shootings. You see people dying. You hear stories about children getting killed. That's all you hear. And then they say, by the way, well, we don't want you to defend yourself. You go, you're nuts. (laughs) Yeah, nuts is a a good way. uh, You know, just a good way to put it. By the way, uh, it's still breakfast time out there. And I hear you can probably go to a bodegas and get some breakfast taquerias. I don't know. I'm just I'm still having fun with that. One. <laughs> <laughs> All right, my friend. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm so, going to have breakfast with the, uh, with the first lady here in another week or two. Yeah, yeah wonderful. Yeah, we'll make it at home this year. And yeah, then, well, you know, stop by the local yeah. Bodegas and pick up some tacos for her. <laughs> right. uh, Say hi to Colleen. <laughs> All right. and, and best to you and, and yours, my friend. Take care. Thank you. Thank you, Michael. And uh, we'll, that's a great article, by the way. It goes with what we were talking about earlier, the attack on America. It uh, points it out by the numbers, the dishonesty of the gun control mob by Michael Reagan in Cagle. That link's on my uh, social media. You can go and read it for yourself. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.